Well, howdy, howdy, Miss Halston. Let's go for a walk on the Rainbow Trail. Oh, no. The last time you forgot the umbrellas and got us into a whole heap of trouble. I won't forget this time. Let's go. to weather the rainbows howdy howdy y'all and welcome back to weathering rainbows podcast i'm your host curtis sunset and the other host leah halston will be joining us for the interview with my gay online boyfriend chris stanley now this is the most i've seen chris stanley open up in quite some time he does his vlogs but these are the questions you all have been pushing and him to answer for some time we put him in a hot seat we ask those questions and guess what he actually answers them. So he's not skating around the bush anymore. But first, this is a super special episode for us here today because it is our one year anniversary. For those of you that don't know or that are just joining us, Weathering Rainbows podcast started one year ago on June 12th, 2021. Uh, we're le releasing this a little soon, but it's Friday. We love you. Enjoy it before the weekend gets here and you probably won't remember anything. So Enjoy it today. Uh, that being said, it is our one-year anniversary show. We're super excited about it, and we've got a couple big announcements before we hop over into that interview. The biggest announcement of them all. Are you ready? I have been working with such an amazing, incredible content team, content creators, musicians, all kinds of people, and I brought all these talents together to produce an amazing show. For the first time ever, we are announcing that we will not just be a podcast anymore. Uh, we will have another show, and that show is going to be a comedy show, just like SNL, all that, those kind of skits and comical uh, bits that is entirely focused around a rural gay town. And the idea behind it is this town is entirely made up of gay people called the Rainbow Holler. Well, Rainbow Hollerins, wake on up. It is Pride Month, but that's no different than any other day because here it's Pride Month all year long. That's right, Rainbow Holler, where the body count is unknown, but I guarantee you it's always growing. We hope you're up and ready and fierce and wearing whatever you want to wear here in Rainbow Holler, your cowboy boots or your diamond-studded necklaces. Curtis Sunset and Leah Halston will be on the radio every day all day. You're guaranteed to hear some amazing music here in the Rainbow Holler from our local people like Eric and Taze. Rainbow Holler wants to welcome all you newcomers that are LGBTQ and all you other straights that are just passing through. So we want to send you a warm Rainbow Holler welcome. We're kicking off in July of 2022. 
Yeehaw! Or should I say, yes, haw? Because this is a gay comedy show like you've never seen before. But it'll always have you coming back for more. And there's only one person that isn't gay in this town. And you'll have to join us in July to find out who that is. So what straight person did we allow into our rainbow holler? Because there's only one. Um, it's going to be a blast. The skits and stuff that I've already seen from our writers is absolutely incredible. Uh, myself, Leah Halston's joining. Uh, we have several uh, past guests that you will see, uh, as well as music by Eric Zimmerman. Uh, for those of you that remember him from My Gay Online Boyfriend, uh, Mr. Squiddy Bitty himself is also joining us, um, as well as Tazy, who I seriously still think is one of the most undiscovered musicians out there. She is incredible. I am waiting for her to blow up any second, but first, we're going to have her join our show for a bit to help us create some amazing music and an amazing time. And now for our second big announcement. Uh, we had some funding given to us by Just Fun Kentucky for some bonus episodes uh, in which we're really excited about. The first one of those launches on uh, July 4th. It is with, guys, I'm not making this up. It is with the Lieutenant Colonel of the U.S. Space Force. Okay? Like, someone in the Pentagon was, like, talking to us, weathering rainbows right here. And I bet you didn't know this. Well, some of you might have. But I bet most of you didn't know that the Lieutenant Colonel of the U.S. Space Force is a transgender woman. How incredible is that in 2022? It's mind-blowing. And I'm telling you, this person is so incredibly intelligent that you're going to love the interview. I got to speak with her the other day, and it was so special. Uh, so definitely come back for July 12 or July 4th, 2022, to see our interview with Lieutenant Colonel Brief Ram, uh, an incredible individual, also the president of Sparta. Sparta is an organization that specifically caters to uh, transgender in the military. And now for our final announcement before the interview. We are actually adding an interview host. So for the first time ever, it's not just going to be me and Leah doing the questions uh, from this side. We are adding Jay Steele, uh, who's going to be handling a lot of our interviews for the rest of this year. And the reason for that is, is because Leah and I have some very big projects coming up. And frankly, we cannot handle all this on our own anymore. Weathering Rainbows has grown so big compared to what we ever imagined within a year. Okay, so incredible growth. We owe that. We love you all. We thank you. We thank all of you that comment on our stuff, that 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 write into us, that DM us, that all this kind of stuff. We love you, and we want to respond to you. We, we want to build this show into something spectacular that you always want to watch. And, and we have such a loyal following now that's just incredible, and we love you for it. Uh, but we know that you also love our new interview host, Jay Steele, because we love him. And he's somebody who has great conversations and very in-depth, and he's super intellectual. So I think you're going to love the things that he brings to our show. You're also going to love some of the big things that me and Leah are doing in our spare time, the little bit that we have <laughs> in our spare time while he's, while he's interviewing. Um, now, real quick, um, I've got a special... Thing that I wanted to do right before this interview. Um, this is our one-year anniversary. We have interviewed so many people, so many people. 
and heard their stories and we've laughed with them. We've cried with them. We've had our moments with them. We've had our awkward moments with them. Uh, we've had some heaps of trouble with these people and we are excited because for the first time ever, we're going to have a little rainbow trail. Okay. It's going to be a rainbow trail through some of the highlighted moments. Um, you definitely want to be watching this some of the highlighted moments of Weathering Rainbows podcast from all of our past guests. Um, so we hope you'll watch it. We'll hope you enjoy this rainbow trail, walk down the rainbow trail with us for the first time ever. And then we're going to hop right into our interview with Chris Stanley. Um, for those of you that just came for the interview, you can hop over this section, but you really shouldn't. Okay. You really should watch it because it's good. You're going to get some damn good laughs, and you're going to learn why you shouldn't take your titties on a plane, okay? That's very important. Don't take your titties on a plane. So with that, join me. Let's go. Zoom in on some <laughs> genitalia, honey, and then you they're like, oh, it's a boy. It's also kind of like a chameleon. If I'm around a lot of women, I become a woman. If I'm around a lot of men, I become a man. First, I thought, oh, everybody goes through this probably. Um, when we, we go through puberty, you start liking guys and then you grow up and you're like girls. I don't know. <laughs> I had like some crazy thoughts, but um, my mom considers herself a little bit, you know, open-minded. So she would ask me if, uh, are you dreaming about girls? You know, and I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> and if you can't walk in the shoe, go to the thrift store and buy you some cheap shoes and walk in them shoes. Uh, do laundry in them shoes, uh, vacuum in those shoes, do them, do them, do them. Um, the don'ts are drag. Um, don't drink and drive and drag. <laughs> don't, don't, drink, drive, don't drink and drive, period. Don't <laughs> drive with a pump on. We have a Boy Scout troop there, and I had been a leader for probably about 10 years with the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts. Um, I was forced to resign because I was openly gay, and... That was the time when I really probably made my, my biggest uh, step or my biggest move into open activism or public activism. Right. I know you know what's going on. You need to talk to your mom. And at that time, my sister and I were stealing my parents' cigarettes and smoking out on the bridge. <laughs> so I was like, shit. I was like, all right, I know what this is about. I'll tell her in the morning. So in the morning, my mom approaches me in the kitchen. She's like, hey, uh, so Ted told me, you, you know, um, you have something to tell me. I was like, yeah, I've been stealing your cigarettes. Tosh and I are smoking out on the bridge. She goes, oh, I know. I know the packs. <laughs> I, I look in the cartons. I see that they're gone. Like, I know you're taking the cigarettes. I was like, oh, well, then I don't know what I need to tell you then. She's like, I heard that you're gay. Going through an airport and my uh, my checked bag was like half a pound over. So like, All right, put something in your carry-on. And so I grabbed my my breast forms because they have little weights in them. So it had a little weight to it. I'm like, well, there's probably half a pound right there. Cool. Toss them in my bag. <laughs> yeah, the guy at, uh, at security as I'm going through pulls them out. He's like, sir, what are these? So they've got me on the side asking what these are. And I was like, well, I, I'm an actor and I sometimes do female roles. So those are my breast forms. So well, what are what are these in here? <laughs> I was like, well, those pellets are to weigh it, to give it, you know, some natural weight. <laughs> you have to demonstrate when you do it. <laughs> um, and at that point, I was told that if I was a terrorist, this would be shrapnel to inflict maximum damage on an airplane. And they may not allow me to go through with my, with my breasts. <laughs> I didn't really ever understand how I could possibly be who I needed to be. How could I be? I never saw where I could be happy. 
I never saw that I could live the life that was pre-programmed for me to live. Um, and, uh, and I'm very grateful. I found, uh, I found some good therapists. I found a bad therapist. Um, my very right. first therapist um, tried to sleep with me. Um, Not unusual. I played a game where I wanted to see if I could get him. And then I got him. And I really wish that he had said, what are you doing? And let's talk about what's going on. But, but I found another therapist who turned out to be great. And, uh, and I really credit him with saving my life. And, um, and he helped give me the courage to face my family. Um, I got a text from my dad that said, come outside. And I was like, because I'm in like a hotel room with this 28-year-old man. You know, and wow. it's like, um, and, and I'm just, I'm having a great time because I'm 15 and I think that this man loves me or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And he's like, well, I'm coming to come, I'm going to come get you. And I was like, okay, well, um, okay, well, I'll be waiting here at Walmart, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I was like in this hotel with this guy and I was like, we got to fucking go. We're like, you're going to jail. Like, period. Right. Like, you are going to jail. Like, I, like or yeah, like you, you've got to drop me off at Walmart. <laughs> like, my dad's on his way there now. <laughs> uh, so it was my first time ever wearing a cock ring. Uh, and I had put it on and then I had to pee. So I went and peed, but I didn't take it off when I peed. Oh goodness. Um, so I peed, whatever. So I come back and I'm about to go on stage. I, I get in my costume and everything and I'm on stage. And while I'm performing, I started peeing on myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all my down my, and it wasn't like you couldn't see it because you could see it. And it was because I had the cock ring on. It squeezed my urethra. And I guess as I was deflating, it released the pressure and just peed all over myself on stage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. When did this happen thing. and what did you do? <laughs> Finish the number. I don't know. So I know that you're, you're a cop, but you're also a makeup artist. So... <laughs> A little story. Um, when I was in college for my first year, this is prior to moving to Louisville, um, I met a guy who was in the same high school as me who was openly gay. And he's like, have you ever um, been to play? And I'm like, what's that? Right. <laughs> what is that? I don't know anything about that. And he's like, you know, they do drag shows. I'm like, like drag racing, like cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's all I know that drag is. Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, like drag queens. And I'm like, hold on, I got to Google this because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's great. <laughs> um, and so I experienced Play Nashville for the first time. And I was just in awe and fascinated by the art form that is drag. When I made the video, the original video um, that kind of launched the TikToks, you know, thing. There were so many duets. I mean, there were literally probably thousands, maybe I'd say at least three or 4,000 duets or stitches, but there were so many of people being just so harsh or so, so mean or so rude. And so my motto when it first happened was, you know what? I'm going to, I am going to smother these people with kindness. I'm going to just flood them with kindness. I'm going to leave them a positive comment. I'm going to tell them that I hope that they're having a beautiful day. And that, you know, and that, that, that I hope that they 
find peace and all that good stuff. And the amount of, of redneck, straight white men <laughs> that have befriended me since I left them that comment and said, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I apologize for making those jokes. I, I shouldn't have said that, or I should have thought better about this and who have, who are literally still to this day. I see them on TikTok all the time and I'll leave them a comment here, there, and, and they'll make, you know, I see them making more videos now that are like, uh, you know, a little bit more open-minded. And, and so I think it's those small changes like that, that has been like the most hilarious experience, like seeing some of these rednecks just absolutely like not know how to deal with someone from our community, just treating them with like kindness, even after they were mean or after they were mean spirited. This, this water bottle is, is not a boy or a girl. It's just a water bottle. And the little girl went on to say, well, it has dinosaurs and that means it's for boys. And Katie said to this little girl, anybody can like any water bottle they want, whether they are a girl or a boy or a them. And I was really proud of her. Religion is such a huge topic for our, our guests and for our fans. Sure. And I, I think even the people that I don't think I'm going to talk religion to, I end up getting into that Absolutely. subject on the show. So, Absolutely. Uh, I've talked more about religion on Grinder <laughs> than probably anywhere right. in my life. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I, I don't think I would talk about it on Grinder, but that's <laughs> very interesting. Maybe I should start every conversation that way from now on. Like, I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> Let me talk to you about my Lord and Savior. You know? <laughs> that wouldn't be how I'd position it either. <laughs> and, my mom was talking to my sister um, about marriage and she, and about respect in a marriage. And she was, she was basically implying that this, this dude would not respect my sister. So she was like, you know, whenever you, you all get married to a man. And then she looked at me and said, or a woman. <laughs> and we all just kind of froze because, you know, I was out to my sister, but not out to my mom. So um, I was just like, what do you, what do you mean by that? And she was just like, well, I know you're gay. <laughs> Talking to this guy in Manhunt, pretty cute guy. And, um, I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to go hang out with you. And then this other guy starts messaging me. I'm like, oh, he's cuter. It's like, I want to hook up with him instead. <laughs> so I totally like tell first guy, I'm like, Hey, I don't think I can hook up tonight or hang out tonight. I'm, I, something came up. So I tell Jake, the uh, who's still my friend now, many years later, ironically, but I told Jake, I was like, <laughs> who was the other guy who was the cuter guy? Um, I was like, hey, I can I come over? I want to I want to hang out. And he's like, yeah, come over. So I get to the apartment. I knock on the door. And who answers the door but the first guy because they are roommates. And I oh am <laughs> just like so embarrassed. He's like, oh. Jake told me that you were coming over, and I was like, oh, my God. I was in the closet until I was 34 years old. I'm uh, 40. But, you know, like my best friend growing up, his uncle was out and open. And I heard a lot of negative talk about him, and like, I heard a lot of shit talking, you know. And I was a little boy. Um, so, you know, it was real apparent to me early that, like, it wasn't okay. You know, it was not all right to be gay. Um, so I hid. I had crushes on like older guys and like um, I just ignored it and I I stuffed it away and was, I, I hated myself. You know, I mean, I, I really, really hated myself and I did everything I could 
to not be gay. I dated women. I, uh, right. I tried to create this persona of someone that was anything but. So anything that I would perceive or could be perceived to be gay or feminine, I ran from. And I did the opposite. And it was all calculated. So like every decision I made, whether it was how I dressed, what I said, the music I listened to, everything I filtered through that. Um, I'll, play, I'll play it safe. <laughs> I'll tell you the psychedelic love storm story. Um, oh, he's going to hear this. Oh, that's cringe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to live with a guy, a straight guy, um, that I had a bit of a crush on at the time. Um, oh, God. And, <laughs> and he moved out and at the end of one of our years of studying. And, and then the following year... We were still friendly, but like not living together. Um, and then he did that typical straight friend thing that they do and used me as a little bit of a guinea pig. Um, hence oh, what, oh. what Psychedelic Love Storm <laughs> is all about. Um, you know, I've been waiting all night just for this, that kind of vibe. Um, yeah, talking about like waiting a lifetime and whatever. Um, I think he was very aware of how I felt and very much played on that. But like to me, that that is just one of the the most embarrassing situations I've ever allowed myself to get in, even though like no one right. knows about it. It's it's something that like gives me severe anxiety that I allowed that to happen. <laughs> what happened to the Rob Flo show? I actually uh, <laughs> just just got the next one in. Do you want to see it? Yeah, shout out Christian. He uh, does all the animation work. I had this idea of like, what if we started it and like. Uh, he implemented the idea because I was running. I was like, what if I have like, I'm like, welcome back to the Rob Flow show. But the guy, like an animated me walks out a smaller version of me on my animated hand. But then he was like, what if we didn't do that? I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what do you got? And then he was like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, sure. What do you want to do? And he was like, what if we had you be like, hey, uh, this is what I would look like if I was like, if I was a cartoon in the 40s during the disney era so that's what we sh i just got this Ooh. back yesterday so back to the rob flow show today back in time to see what i would look like as a cartoon for disney back in the 40s here we go <laughs> you know what i mean the biggest thing was whenever I did my Hear Queer and Read a Rock and Roll uh, spiel on the Miss Kentucky stage, of course, like it was great. But at the same time, um, it's really hard to be a queer voice in Kentucky, in pageants, and be fully representative of a community. Because like as an individual, that's just impossible. Mm -hmm. Um I can't be everything for everyone, and I understand that. But um, I did get quite a bit of backlash, um, you know, not necessarily from the Miss Kentucky organization, but, you know, just from people on TikTok. The video hit, you know, 2 million views. Right. There were a lot of opinions to be had, and, you know, a lot of people thought, like, oh, it's really inappropriate um, from a pageant perspective to talk about your sexuality um, and I'm like, okay, it might be inappropriate if you're a straight person because you're presumed straight. But whenever there's a lot of hardships and trauma associated with your sexual identity, I think it's important to talk about. Um, actually, I could tell a few stories, actually. <laughs> but <laughs> the main one was, I remember um, I did an interview um, with someone and uh, this person. So, of course, in the end of the show, the person has the chance of asking me a question. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. And the person literally asked me if I was cut or uncut. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. That was that was something that I was expecting. And I was like, um, I got very nervous and I was very like, I didn't know what to say. Um, <laughs> he put that me in the is... spot, of course. He put me in the spot. I was very embarrassed, like I was uh, expecting. But it's going to get even more embarrassed now, if you want to know. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> but I told um, the person what was the answer. And this person literally did like this. I didn't tell my parents. Uh, I was dating this girl in sixth grade and we kept it on the low, you know, wasn't trying to have nobody find out. And then my teammate that I played basketball with was like, hey, you see them over there? That's that's KK's girlfriend. Because I, I went by KK. My parents were like, what? What? Oh, wow. And so I go home and my mom's like, so you have anything you want to tell us? And I'm like, no. I mean, I, I scored a lot tonight. <laughs> did, did, did you did you see that? And she's like, well, your friend said that you're dating so-and-so. So right there and then, heart stopped. But we were the first um, same-sex kiss for any NHL game. Everybody. For all Canadians, gay or straight, they are all um, big hockey fans. Um, so he had season tickets to the Lo to the Los Angeles Kings. Um, and he was very big and very vocal on Twitter. Um, he always did, you know. And so he berated them for maybe a year um, and said, why have you never had a same sex couple on the kiss cam? And he like he had, you know, all you know, he constantly like always was at them. Well, he called me very nervously one day and he said, Andy, uh, can, will you, um, are you free on, well, I don't know what day it was. Are you free on Friday? You, you have to go to the Kings game with me this time. I'm, he's like, I know you hate going, but will you go with me? I'm like, uh, I'm like, sure. What, why, why, what are you talking about? Sure. Um, he said, they finally responded on Twitter, the Los Angeles Kings. And they had said, fine you're a season ticket holder where are your seats um we will show up with the camera next game oh they wow. had the big old the big old big camera yeah um whatever and they kneel they kneel down they kneel down right in front of you so and for like a few minutes before you're actually going to be on the screen so we're, <laughs> we're sitting there just like so <laughs> like how are we going to do like like ah you know well, I had said to God, I had made a deal with God in my head that if I could just pretend I'm straight and be a liar for a little bit, that I promised when I came out, my platform would be about gays can love God and be gay. Like I said that, just let me get through this point. Let me get make some movies. Let me make some money. But God's funny. Like my biggest movie, I was still being something that was closer to myself than anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you try to, you, you want to make God's sense of humor. What would you say? <laughs> I said, he, she, they has a sense of humor. Yes, so. yes. You know, actually, one thing that's interesting about talking about God when it comes to gender is that we found out in the podcast is that the he in the Bible was actually ye, which is what Kanye West changed his name to. And that with a capital, mm -hmm. that was a pronoun that was reserved only for God. So God is genderless and is always meant to be referred to as genderless. And I had never had a one night stand. And I said, I'm going to make this happen. I got to find someone to hook up with. I found this guy and, you know, he was super cute. We exchanged pictures. 
but I show up to his house. He's in this like gorgeous, like classic Dutch home on a canal. You like walk up all these flights of stairs and he opens the door and it's truly the most gorgeous person in the world. The pictures did not do him justice. And I asked him, I said, well, how was your day? And he said, you know, not good. And he broke down sobbing, like heaving, <laughs> snotting. And I don't know who this guy is, but I like kind of <laughs> scooched over toward him and I rub him on the back and I was like, well, what's going on? And earlier that day, a big old passenger plane had crashed in the Netherlands. And this dude was a first responder. So he had spent the whole day dragging like burned up people out of this plane, like getting all these bodies into ambulances, into the hospitals. And he's like telling me all this shit that he saw and like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just kind of rubbing his back. And at some point he pulled himself together and he's like, I don't think I can have sex tonight. And I was like, yeah, I don't think you should either. Um, my dad wanted to tag along, you know, we both get some beer and stuff like that. So well, there was one two blocks away from our hotel and we went there, not so packed, but it was very casual. We will sit there, grabbed a, got our, got our brew and just thought we got a good, just got a beer and, you know, just, um, just uh, talking and everything. I was looking around, you know, that sort of thing. He was just looking at his beer, you know, being, being, you know, being a chill dad. Then the bartender comes up and he starts asking, where are you, where are you guys from? You know, he was, he was actually getting it. He was, I was like, he's flirting with me. Oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> I tell him we're from Texas, but you know, I'm sitting here and then not a, not a moment after he's staring at my dad and I'm like, are you kidding me? He was totally <laughs> asking my dad questions, asking my, my own dad, like about, about what he does. And I'm like, here just being like, okay, I'll just uh, sip my beer. You know, he started calling us his Texas boys and everything. And I'm like, I'm flattered, but can you just call me Texas boy, please? <laughs> and that's great. <laughs> I can't get over it. And he's even asking, uh, so, um, so my dad, what hotel are you staying at? Um, I'm going to try not to get emotional, but <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I mean, people, understand if you do, it's people call me, I do get a lot of it. I get attacked a lot. Um, being called, I deserved it, that I'm dirty. I mean, the gay community attacks. Some people will block me. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm on an app and I'll say, hi, and somebody be like, I'm HIV negative. And I'm like, and? Like, I didn't say I was trying to do anything. Like, I'm just trying to talk to you. Um, right. And then I've had people, someone told me that I was like, were you even going to tell me you had HIV? I was like, did you look at my social media? Like, hello. Did you read my shirt that I'm right. wearing? Like, I literally try to make it a point to always wear shirts. Like I have a red one that says HIV positive. That one gets more reactions than anything. Like when I'm out in public, because it draws right. attention and it just says HIV positive. But I see people whisper. I see people talk about it. But people do also, <clears throat> some of the long-term survivors came to me and said, we've been like, they've never had a conversation with anyone besides sexual partners about having HIV. Wow. So they've never talked to another HIV positive person and they get to have that conversation for the first time. And it's, a, it's real. They, they say encouraging things. They. So sex work is a job. Um, sometimes it's an illegal job. 
Ranch culture is the uh, water that we swim in as Westerners. It's the uh, messaging that tells us that the most important thing is to look sexy and hot, um, like a sex worker, but not to actually do sex work because then you're, you know, a dirty slut. So um, ranch culture is a culture of conformity and performance that actually doesn't do anything to really support sex workers. Um, the changes, the, the progress that's been made have been hard fought on the case of sex workers themselves, getting their voices out there in the culture. And uh, social media has been a good place for that to happen, for there to be more conversations about what it means to be a sex worker. But Ron's culture is just so performative. Uh, it's a way that patriarchy has reinvented itself. And I call it a big con. Um, teaching, telling women to basically give men free sex work. And so I had a couple of friends I mentioned, Steve, earlier, who became my college boyfriend. He was my fraternity brother boyfriend. Uh, our friend Sammy, who I'm still great friends with today. In fact, I just saw him in New York City. I love that man. He's so great. But they, my friends would always come over to the house. Well, I'll never forget <clears throat> one night, Steve and Sammy had been over and they left the house. And um, my mom came downstairs, my bedroom and this huge entertainment uh, like living room was in the basement. And she came down and she said, hey, um, do you mind if I ask you a question? And I said, no, not at all. And she said, well, um, is Sammy homosexual? <laughs> and I said, you think? <laughs> yeah he is and then she said well okay so can i ask you another question she said is steve homosexual too i said yes mother he is and then she said are you howdy howdy y'all and welcome back to the interview portion of weathering rainbows where we get to interview some cool people doing some amazing things for the lgbtq plus community uh, today, we have the one, the only Chris Stanley, uh, a.k.a. Stan Chris, a.k.a. My Gay Online Boyfriend. Um, I know a lot of you got to watch that show and really enjoyed it. Uh, yes, I already know he's hot and I know you're all jealous. But anyway, so Chris, how's life been since the show? Staying low key, trying to deal with my eyes still. Yeah, I know that was going all through the competition, so... Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you get to join on our show this time, um, and I know you put me through the ringer and all the other contestants through the ringer, so we've got several segments uh, to do that to you for this one. Um, but first, we always like to hear a backstory about the people that we're interviewing. Obviously, everybody knows you as a TikToker, a YouTuber, overall gay social media influencer, um, and we know a lot from the vlogs that you've done about your life. Uh, but what was gay life like for a boy growing up in New Hampshire? Well, it was really boring, honestly, and hard in the terms of trying to find a boyfriend, especially after I first came out. Are you in like what? a rural area of New Hampshire? Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. As y'all can see, Curtis is very nervous. You know, I call him out. Very obviously, yeah. He has been drinking and sipping that drink 
uh, it ain't even nothing in there but ice. So um, I've been knowing him for a while, so I can tell when he's nervous. So, young man, you make him very nervous. Apparently. Oh. So, uh, first of all, it is very nice to meet you, Chris. You too. Um, I am uh, Leah. I am uh, Curtis's uh, gay wife. Drag wife. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I Love can be that. whatever, drag wife, wife, whatever. So, um, but uh, it's very nice to meet you. And you uh, congratulations on your competition. Thank um, you. So now you came out in high school. Uh, it wasn't yep. a great time for you. If you had to do it again, what are, would you have come out in high school or waited? Hmm, honestly, I think I would have waited until I graduated. It really, am I allowed to swear or should I not? Yeah. We, yeah, you, you can, can say whatever. I say it all okay. the time. Fuck yeah. Yeah. We, we had a whole episode on porn lately, so it's, it's all been oh, said. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because coming out in when I did my sophomore year kind of fucked up, like, the end of my high school experience. So even though high school is stupid anyways, but yeah. So having that experience, would you, uh, what advice would you give to young folks that do actually want to come out in high school? I would say you can, but just uh, make sure you tell people that you trust the most first and maybe before you actually do it, try to put some feelers out, like maybe mention it without actually saying it just so you can kind of get a idea of how they're going to react mm -hmm. is what I would say. Yeah. So what, I mean, it, and that can go different for it, for different people. Like, cause with somebody's like really flamboyant and you, you already know, they may know. Okay. Cause I know in high school, I was very flamboyant, but I was still trying to cover up the fact. So pe when I finally came out, they were like, bitch, we knew, you know, <laughs> like, you know, we knew you was twisting and, you know, you was very bright in colors and stuff. So I thought I was doing, I thought I was hiding it in high school, but I wasn't. And then when I finally came out, it was like, we knew. So like, you know, so like, were you in high school? Like, were you kind of like straightish, straight, like appearing? Yeah. Or Okay. I was pretty straight, but I always did this thing where when I was trying to be funny, I would act like super like gay, I guess. Yeah. Like, more flamboyant. Yeah. And so like people would always like call me a fag and stuff. And mm -hmm. like, well, like it, they didn't really like do it because they actually thought I was gay. It was just like the insult at yeah. school, like among my friend group, especially. So like. I always thought they all knew, but then when I actually came out, everyone was like shocked and they didn't, they were like, yeah. what? So yeah. My friends and even my uh, ex-girlfriends defended me all the way up through like sophomore year of college and told everyone that I was not gay. There was no mm -hmm. possibility of me being gay. So I definitely get that, that like, there's no way I would have ever come out in high yeah. school. So more power to you for that. <laughs> I would, I would just love to like, cause it's kind of like, I would love to be in the head of like these, uh, celebrity, uh, athletes that been holding it for all these and finally come out, you know, cause it, it had to be hard for them to hold that in for so many years. And, you know, we recently just had what a football player, yeah. um, 
A lot and, of people in England have been coming out lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that. Now, uh, Chris, you seem to have a very supportive family. Did you know they were going to be uh, supportive as they are? I did not. And I was so scared to tell my dad because I knew pretty much that my mom was going to be. I wasn't sure about my brothers, but because I have three brothers, they all ended up being supportive. But what surprised me was when I told my dad, he was he just said, you're acting exactly like my brother did when he came out to me. And I didn't even know that I had a gay uncle because um, he passed away when I was pretty young. So yeah. I never mm-hmm. really got to like talk to him. But when he said that, I was like, no way. If I knew that, I would have been so much more comfortable. So are there any other members of your family that you know are gay? <laughs> Not that I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I also was like kind of scared because um, I don't really say this a lot of places, but I did grow up Catholic. So like I had to go to like mm-hmm. Sunday school mm-hmm. every Sunday and like I didn't yeah. go to church that much. I was kind of one that went like Christmas, Easter, yeah. you know, and then like sometimes. But I grew up in yeah. a Catholic family, too, so I, I definitely can understand that. But I also knew at, uh, at six, six or seven, I was. I definitely love the the same sex. So, but I grew up singing in the Catholic choir and catechism and all that stuff. So, Ooh. you all Catholics. See, my my <clears throat> religion, we would have like condemned all y'all because y'all were Catholics. I was I grew up missionary Baptist. That was some hard shit right there. But <laughs> yeah. So I do want to kick off with some a, a, a segment that I think is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get more into kind of your personal story in a bit. But we are going to, uh, Leah thought it was appropriate, since you know you put me through the ringer, uh, to vet you on this. So I'm going to kick it over to Leah for her vetting process. Um, I've watched some of your clips, and uh, it was it was fun, because I had to support Curtis. And um, I'll, I've never seen him so uh, entertaining and and so uh, visually animated. So it was nice to see him out of his box. So um, She's saying I'm boring is what she's saying. I'm actually in real life super boring. Well, <laughs> well, well, I have to I have to bring him out of his shell sometimes, you know, because uh, he can be so conservative. Sometimes you got to let down the walls. Uh, <laughs> So your competition was all about Curtis proving he'd be a good boyfriend for you. Uh, well, now you're mm-hmm. on our show. So it's time for myself and Curtis's friends to vet to see what makes you a good online boyfriend for Curtis. Um, all right. So I have some rapid questions I'm going to ask. Uh, you can um, um, answer honestly or you can fib. It don't fucking matter. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, question number one. Do you like to dress up for Halloween? Yes, 100%. Uh, question number two. Is there a book on your nightstand? No. Okay. And what is so. your what is your favorite book if you have a if you read books? Uh, I haven't read anything. Oh, wait, actually. Well, I haven't read anything in a while, but actually a year ago, I think I read The Front Runner, and that was really good. 
So I would say that. I'd rather listen to books. I don't, I, I can't read. I, read. I mean, I can read, but I'd rather just listen to the book. Now, I'll scan through a porn magazine. Love that. <laughs> yes. Uh, question number three. Can you handle gross and gory stories? Yeah. Like how gross and how gory? Well, I mean, if I'm just listening to it, I can handle it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, but, like, watching it, well, I mean, I can handle, like, gory in, like, the Halloween sense, but I don't really like, like, Grey's Anatomy, I would say, when they're doing surgeries okay, like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, so, like, doctors digging and pulling yeah. out. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I get that because, like, I can watch Saw and all these other things, but mm -hmm. uh, my favorite show to watch is My 600-Pound Life, but when he starts gutting and stuff. I can't watch that. That's gory to me. I I can't do it. Um, uh, question number four. What state would you live in if you could pick of any of the 50 states? Probably Oregon. Oregon. Oh. Oregon. That's, that's very uh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Why there? I love rain. And oh, I my God. I love like, rain, too. Yes. You I know, Seattle would be a good place. It rains yeah, there. Seattle. And Texas would be a good place. Because guess what? This bitch is from Texas. Mm -hmm. Leah, I'm going to need you to stop trying to steal my boyfriend and stick to the script. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well I, have, well, I haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet for me to steal. <laughs> this is my question. How tall are you, Chris? I am short. I'm only like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, laying down probably could work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number five. Are you more free spirited? Go with the flow, more business or work on a schedule? <clears throat> I like having a schedule for certain things, but mm -hmm. I definitely do also like go with the flow, free spirited, last minute decisions. Mm -hmm. that's more that's, like me i would say oh my god that's like me too all right question number six do you like to go boating or be around water yes yeah but he just you just said you like rain so if you like rain you like water mm -hmm. yes but honestly i don't like to be on the boat because uh the motion is not good for me in my stomach i learned that when i went to mexico <laughs> I've never been on like a cruise boat, but I do like, uh, like lake boats. Well, and that's stuff. gonna change your mind—a cruise boat. Yes. Uh, question number seven: If you could pick one person's concert to go to, who would it be? Ooh. Hmm. That's hard. It is kind. Of uh, I guess I would go with. I've already been to his concert twice, and mm -hmm. like a lot of people probably won't know him, but. This guy named Aries. Okay, so what it tell us a little bit about his music, like? Um, I think it's it's called like anti pop, but it's mm -hmm. like popish, mm -hmm. okay. or like alternative y kind of. Mm -hmm. We'll have to look yeah. him up and see. Check that out. I love music, so I love all gen genres. So I will have to check that out. <clears throat> um, question number eight: Are you into? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, now we get into the good shit, y'all. Are you into kink? Am I into kink? 
Yes. <clears throat> like He's a blushing. specific one or I did I not mean, submit these questions for the record. I, <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, mine. it's a podcast. I mean, don't make me start pulling out the chains, the dildos, and the handcuffs because oh, I will. God. <laughs> Are, I, I, I think I was clear when I asked the question, Chris. Are you into kink? Um, <laughs> maybe. Oh, okay. Okay, what's the... I, you know, I'll put you on the spot. What's the kinkiest thing you've done? Oh, my God. We're going there. <laughs> Here we go. Um... Uh, I'm pretty vanilla, actually. Oh lord! But I guess the kinkiest thing that, like, I mean, some people would think the only thing I can think of right now is <laughs> just like eating ass. I guess. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, listen, I gotta do a love. <laughs> yes, love, love. Okay, we like that. Okay, Curtis, Curtis. Drinking, you need to go pour you another drink, Curtis. I'm I should have brought a drink. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Now that wow. I've made both of y'all blush, question number nine: Are you in? And are you intimidated in environments of prestigious or famous people? Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Okay. <clears throat> what What makes you intimidated? I mean, well, I don't know. You're guess, pretty famous. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when it's like, if it's someone really, really famous, yeah. I would like, I would compare myself to them a little. I know yeah. that I, you shouldn't really do that, but yeah. I guess that would be why. Yeah. Okay. We get that. Uh, question number 10. When you get married, would you change your last name or force the guy to change theirs? Ooh, it depends if I like my if I like their last name because mm -hmm. my name right now is so basic. I mean, Chris Stanley. Mm -hmm. It's it's not bad, but if I like their last name, I would be fine changing it. Honestly, I always kind of thought maybe do like a hyphen or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I I think I would do that too. Cause I love my last name. So, um, and you've done great so far. And, uh, this is a bonus question. Ooh. Um, if you had a drink, you probably would drink it now. Cause the bonus question is really <laughs> good. I'm just playing. Uh, the question is, are you willing to share? Uh, cause Curtis is my drag husband. So are you uh -huh. willing to share Curtis with me? Oh, of course. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. Well, at least he got the most important question right. You know, that's yeah. good. All right. So, where do you think he stands, Leah, on the after the vetting? Uh, I. How think many of those do you think he got compatible I with me? Say about four. All right. Okay. So. I, just how this all came about. A lot of my friends submitted these questions. I did not submit these. Um, because they know me. Uh, so do you like dress up for to dress up for Halloween? Answer yes. That one you would have gotten correct. Uh, cause I'm big on Halloween. Uh, is there a book on your nightstand? 
So where that one originates is I always said I would never hook up with a guy that didn't have a book on his nightstand. So gotcha. <laughs> he said no. I, I might actually have one, but I don't no, like oh, read. He's every changing night. his answer. He's changing. No, it I now. don't. <laughs> so uh, the can you handle gross or gory stories? Um, a lot of my friends are doctors and nurses, and I will faint whenever they tell me like anything gross. So they want somebody that can handle those stories so that they can tell them. And um, so. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I will pass that. <clears throat> uh, what state would you live in? Uh, you picked Oregon. There is no way in hell I would ever live in Oregon. Uh, I w- I'm, a, I'm a Florida boy, so oh, no. <laughs> I would be going south. Um, free-spirited versus business. So I'm super business. I always like free-spirited people. Uh, boating. I like boating. All my friends have boats. Um, so I like to be out on the water. Uh, concert. I think that was just so my friends know if they want to go to concerts with you. Uh, are you into kink? I'm just going to skip that one because that one embarrasses me. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> We're going to answer that. He did. I mean, I mean, I think most people probably know I'm, I'm, I've got, I'm into a little bit of kink. <clears throat> Mm. Or a lot of bit of kink. It just okay. I, I live by the motto I'll try most anything once, but most of it not twice. Uh are you intimidated environments of prestigious or famous people? Um I'm in a lot of those environments, I think. So I think that's why that question was asked. Um they want to see if you can hold your own. And I've uh, change your last name. I've always said I'm not changing my last name. So I guess that's why that one was asked. So I think you were correctly. I think he got four out of ten. <laughs> oh wait, that's under fifty percent. He will be happy to know that the judges recalculated, and it was a solid six out of ten. So, Whew. some of those are pretty pretty precise questions, yes. though. So. Yeah, because I because I know you. I have mm-hmm. one final question. Oh, it's for Curtis. Oh, now, we're going to go back to the kink question. He said that <laughs> she his always kink, puts me in these predicaments. <laughs> always. <laughs> he said his kink was to eat butt, booty, mm-hmm. peach, however y'all want to call it these days. Do you prefer to eat peach or get a. Do you Dear prefer to God. eat? Do you prefer to? Okay, I'm just going to do you prefer to eat booty? I'll get y'all booty ate. Our mothers <laughs> are going to watch this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, my gonna mom's going to watch this show. Uh, well, he, he said he eat butt. Oh, God. Uh, Only sometimes. I, well, okay. I'll go with both. It don't, it don't bother me. That's, I think that's pretty common in gay world. So. That was that. Was, that's like the most vanilla thing. I feel like we can talk about on this show. The good, the good old when it comes fly. to that. So, so that was good. I know some of these questions that are coming up from fellow contestants are far worse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so get ready, Chris. Uh, but before we do that, before we do that segment, uh, we do a segment called Heap of Trouble. Um, it's a chance for you to tell us like a funny story that's happened in gay world uh, to you because of the fact that you came out. So go for it. All right, so after I came out, I had like, well, this wasn't like a friend group, but I had a crush on one of my guy friends, and I forget how he found out, but he knew I liked him. And so one time we were hanging out, it was me, 
him and these two girls and the girl's mom knew I liked him also. And so they suggested that we played Twister, like me and the guy that I had a crush on. And he also knew. So I was like, I kind of wanted to, but I also didn't want to. But I was like, okay, I'll do it. So we start playing Twister and we're getting a little bit twisted up and everything. And then there was a point where I like looked up after I just had moved my hand and his butt was like right in front of my face, like like right in front of my face. <laughs> and so like And we already know what you and, like. Yeah. So <laughs> he knew and I knew and then like I just got my face started getting super red. I think one of the girls, I forget what they said, but they said something. And then he like shook his butt like literally right in my face. <laughs> and I was just like extremely blushing and extremely embarrassed oh jeez, that's that's the story i got that's so cute (laughs) so leah's already got her twister board ready for whenever you come here so Mm -hmm. you've been warned so speaking of that it's a good time to announce uh you are coming down for kentucky anna pride are you excited are you nervous i'm pretty hype actually good because i think well is it your first time in kentucky i've driven through so Mm -hmm technically no but pretty much yeah okay <clears throat> i haven't now, is this your first time at a pride a event no like, i have gone to a pride okay what all prides Only have you been to once actually i think i went to boston pride the year after i came out and that's the only one i've gone to actually so gotcha. speaking yeah. of boston you were just on a podcast recently um oh yeah so you want to you want to shout them out? That was fun. Um, it's called In the Drunk Tank with Brett and Larry. That was my first podcast. This would have been my first one, but yeah. So he, we're not we're not popping his cherry, but he's, nope. he had a, it was a good podcast. I got to listen to it. Uh, I know that he thinks that I'm I'm possibly a serial killer or something because <laughs> <laughs> what he told them. So I was just saying that I didn't actually think that, but. <clears throat> All right. Well, yeah, well, we I was do... just saying that as a joke. Or was well, it? I... No, I'm just kidding. Or was you? I don't know. Leo, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's, go, let's go with, uh, we've got a segment on the show called Do's and Don'ts. And I believe you have some do's and don'ts of dating uh, for us uh, here today. Yes. <clears throat> Let me check these. I wrote them down. So, I would say do's and don'ts of dating. So, if you're going to date someone... You definitely do not want to hook up on the first date, for sure. You're gonna, I mean, you can kiss and stuff, but I would say no hooking up, keep you guys both wanting more, and don't rush things. What about, Second a, little, thing, what about a little stroke? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. But as long as you know, like... Penetration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Or like... Eating. No orgasms at all. Oh well, if I'm stroking, oh, wait whoa, a minute. Whoa, okay, whoa. so so if I'm stroking them, <laughs> if I'm stroking them, you want me to edge them? So don't don't make them come. We got a full on tease here. What the hell? Well, no, no, just just don't do the, any of that. Honestly, just just kiss a little, maybe I, give like one stroke, and then 
Uh, okay, how about rub on goodbye. it with the clothes on? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, don't take nothing out. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Next, you don't want to, you don't want to suffocate them, but you're gonna want to talk to them a lot and make sure that you guys are actually gonna that you actually like each other, that you have things in common, and yeah. So, so lot, that's lots of talking. Number two. Yeah, well, not too much. But. but you know, okay, so I'm I'm a little I'm a little older. The you the young mm-hmm. generation love to text and do you think texting yeah. is appropriate when you're getting to know somebody? Or should we should you at some point have a phone conversation? Ooh, you know, talking. I think yeah, I like phone conversations, but definitely text them. But also, like when they text you, do not start answering right away. Yeah, every single time you got to make them wait a little, unless you're like already having a conversation with each other. Yeah, then definitely. But and yeah, maybe Facetime. Yeah, that helps you know someone mm-hmm. a lot more mm-hmm. than texting. And so this is after the first date. Um, be safe and use protection. <laughs> Until you guys decide you're going to be exclusive if mm-hmm. you do decide that. And that's it. Always use protection. Yes. Yeah. I know well, a lot of people that say they're exclusive and they are not. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that was so, the, yeah. the do's and don'ts. Was that all six or three or? Oh, wait. I have to do things. I only did oh, three fine. things that's, to do. That's fine. That is fine. Let me think of something off the top of my head. Um, don't get jealous. Mm, that that's is a, a good, good one. one. That is very good. Coming from uh, the guy who uh, was trying to date 10 guys at once. Don't get jealous. I think that's... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but, okay, so, like, it's so when you say don't get jealous, like, it's hard to... Um, I think the most important thing is trust in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because like with so many apps out, um, and so especially the new relationship, if you meet somebody on the app, they always say, my thing is, if you meet somebody on the app, you lose them to the app or however you met them, that's how you lose them. I don't know if that's true or not, but. So true. I have found the younger generation generally do not use as many of these gay social apps, uh, as those that are like 30 or above. Yeah. Is that true, Chris? Um, yeah, I was on Tinder for a little but I don't, well, yeah, I don't really use, like, well, all the other ones, I guess. Scruff, Grinder, Growler, whatever, all those. Those are the only ones I really know of. But, well, I sniff. did, like. I just heard one last night, Sniff. I said, I've never heard of Sniff, honey. I'm going to have to get on that. Whoa. That sounds interesting. <laughs> I think that's um, that's one that's, like, modern day, like, gay cruising, from what uh, I understand. Okay. So, oh. I guess, like, a online chat roulette but a pure like dark gay room or something uh, i don't know we're gonna have to look this whoa. up after the show <laughs> yeah well that's interesting but yeah so other than tinder i don't really use any gay dating apps it's honestly easier to just find someone's profile on i guess like tiktok instagram or something and mm-hmm. then send them a message that way or you can just like have a full-on competition on YouTube and just call for applications. That, that I hear that works for some people. I don't know. 
See, I'm a Snapchat person. That's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> so, so what are your other two don'ts, Chris? Oh, yeah, I just had one. Um, oh, yeah, don't ask their position, like, right away. Like, well, if you're gay. Um, so don't be like, oh, are you top or bottom? Well, I, everyone always, I always see memes about that. People, like, they're like, don't ask that right away. But also, like, you shouldn't wait too long because that's like part of compatibility i guess mm -hmm. to know if you guys are gonna last that is definitely true <laughs> so i guess that's a do and a don't uh and then lastly oh don't ghost someone Ooh, we're on the same page on that like, one. we've had on. entire episodes about yeah. ghosting and not like the ghost that you get from, you know, sleeping on people's graveyards. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <yeah. laughs> so, so I think we you know. always give that advice. But if I hooked up a lie detector <laughs> test right now to you, Chris, are you telling me you've never ghosted anyone? Um, oh, on the I spot. I don't know if I have, actually. If I like my way of ghosting, I guess mm -hmm. is just like slowly fading out. I don't like, <laughs> I don't just like instantly ghost. So mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that's. So you're more like like the Simpson Bush meme, where you is. just kind of back up into the. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Before you go into, I have a question for both of you to answer. Okay. Why? Okay, I'm gonna start with you, Chris, since you're our guest. Why did you choose to do the? my online uh boyfriend dating contest so i just honestly thought it would be something entertaining for my subscribers to watch mm -hmm. i thought it would be fun i was on it before i even started my well when i like initially started my youtube channel i was mm -hmm. on it matthew lushes which that was really funny that one part in your video curtis <laughs> where you like had the grinder message from him i was like oh my god that's so good i just wonder if he actually um, saw the show like i'm wondering if he did yeah i don't know i like he knew i was doing it because i asked him but i don't think he actually watched it we'll have to find that out but also day. yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah i will have to yeah um but I, I just did it because yeah i don't know i just i just thought it would be fun it was an easy like it was easier well i wouldn't i wouldn't say easier but I didn't really have to think of any video ideas, which I usually have to think of a video to make every week, mm -hmm. but that was like seven weeks where I just knew exactly what I was going to make because I would just film the gay online boyfriend episode. So mm -hmm. that was nice, but it was also, if people didn't like it, then they had to wait like seven weeks before I did a different topic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Did you ever expect yeah. to get a 32-year-old lawyer to enter your show? And what was your reaction whenever you I, got that application? I I didn't really expect a lawyer. The 32-year-old, I could see. I was kind of expecting all ages. But yeah. lawyer, that's definitely interesting. And my reaction, I don't, like, I, I kind of wish I had a, f like, I wish I had people who were <laughs> this is like shade on the other contestants. <laughs> well, not like completely, but I wish I had like more people who 
were as good at editing as you who like put in as much effort as you did because you went hard and that's like i like that like i love your submission right away i was like yep he's in. <laughs> like, i just knew right away so cute cute yeah curtis why did you decide to do the show um why do you think i decided to do the show leah I mean, clearly you're looking for a boyfriend. <laughs> clearly that's what it was. And then when I found out you was doing the show and you sent me uh, uh, his the show to look at and uh, it was Chris, I said, oh, I see why he's doing the show. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. The sad thing is, is you don't know how many people gave that same reaction. They're like, oh, yep, I see why you're in this show. But no, I mean, there was a lot of reasons to enter. I mean, Chris has a huge following, um, the kind of following that I think uh, is beneficial for us, too. I mean, we all mm -hmm. talk about gay topics and uh, that sort of thing as well. So um, and honestly, like I was getting and I think I don't know if Chris could speak to this, but like once you do so many of like the same type of things, you start getting burned out. Um, and so like, mm -hmm. and I was mm -hmm. at a stage like with weather and rainbows, like we do a lot of interviews, we do a lot of things like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need something to where I could be more creative and just like flex a little bit with these editing skills and stuff. And, um, so like when I saw Chris's like competition, I was like, I think this will be fun and like a good, like mental break for me, like in a good way, mm -hmm. not like a mental breakdown, but a, a good kind. <laughs> so, um, it might have led to a few mental breakdowns too. Uh, so, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Well, you your editing was. I was really impressed with the editing when you sent me your the uh, your first little video, and I was like, wow. And also, you did an amazing job on my melanin magic video. Ooh. So, yeah, your little Egyptian so dance. <laughs> yeah, that everybody laughed at. It made fun. And I mean, like one week. Didn't you have like a whole photo shoot for one of the weeks? I was like, dang, yeah. <laughs> with our, like going above and beyond. With our good friend Jay Steele. Jay Steele Photography does mm -hmm. those for us, and he's uh, mm -hmm. very, very talented. He does a lot of uh, drag photography. Um, so I was like, Jay Steele, I need you to shoot some photos for me. Um, it just worked out. So I want to jump into this because I love these questions that were submitted by some of the other contestants. Um, so I, and just to let everybody else know, I uh, sent out a message to some of the other contestants and asked them to submit a hot seat question for Chris. Um, some of them are pretty hot. Others are things that people probably want to know. Uh, but for starters, um, let's, I want to shout out, uh, there were 10 contestants. Uh, the other contestants were Eric, Dominic, Liam, Grant, Ryan, Austin, Alex, Sean, and albeit brief, we also had Manny there for a, <laughs> a half second. Um, mm. so I want to start out with my own question, uh, within these. And that question is obviously I was your mom's fave heart to your mom for loving me. Uh huh. Um, so I want to know, have you ever put out a video or had one in your drafts that your mom saw and felt it went way too far? And if so, what was her reaction to you? Yeah, I usually go forgiveness. The closest thing to that I could think of is a video that I actually have up on my YouTube, which I was sort of debating before I posted it because it's kind of awkward. But then I just posted anyway. It's her reacting to a parody I made of Roxanne called bottom <laughs> and you can just see throughout the whole thing like there's a part there's like a, just a few parts in it where like 
one was like i blur out my butt and i'm like slapping it like but it's blurred out and everything but see i yeah i guess i actually saw that reaction video and that's actually one of my favorite videos Mm -hmm. because it's one of the few times that like you are truly blushing like you are getting her real reaction (laughs) i was like he is like i think right now I think I didn't completely think it over. I was just like, I just wanted to promote the song more. So I was like, oh, I'll just have her react to it. And then it'll get like, that'll get views. And then more people will go watch the song too. <laughs> and then, yeah, I didn't completely think that through. Our next question One. is going to be from Sean. Uh, and then Leah, I'm going to have you ask Austin's question. Um, Sean asks, uh, you've stated that you are verse. But if you only got one choice for the rest of your life, would you be a top or a bottom? I think my answer might shock some people, but I'm going to have to go top. (laughs) All right. Y'all heard it here. Yeah. (laughs) But that's only if I had to do one for the rest of my life, (laughs) because, yeah, you know. Yes. Well, anyway, I mean, we just had a full conversation about this closure of positions yep. <laughs> and that was that was obviously one of the first ones that were asked honestly out of all the fan submissions uh, like that was always the number one ask and i'm like he's answered the verse question before so right i usually always just say i'm verse because like yeah pretty much i am but also i don't know when you if you are like distinctive on like one it's like i don't know mm. i would just rather say verse yeah, best way to best answer to go. Best way to go. Um, our next uh, question is from Austin. What is the craziest thing on your bucket list? Ooh, I kind of really want to go skydiving, but I'm also like so scared. I can tell you that I've been skydiving in Savannah, Georgia, and oh my it is God. not scary. It's so what? fun. Yeah, it's okay. So you. You so there's a training course before you do it, um, but once you get it, once the plane take off, there's no turning back. Um, mm. But you know, you I jumped with somebody. I didn't jump by myself. I jumped with a, a, a trainer, and the the free fall is the worst part. So hell no. <laughs> um, I'm gonna just give you some advice if you do decide to do it. Keep your mouth closed <laughs> because you're gonna have all kind of bugs in your teeth and your Ooh. mouth. It happened to me. I had snot and boogers in my nose, all kind of stuff. And I have to find the video. If I could find this video, (laughs) Curtis, we have to show this video of me skydiving. I was screaming and doing all kind of stuff. By the time I got to the ground, I had snot and boogers all up here. I had a a gnat and a fly in my tooth. It was was awful. But it was an amazing experience. I don't think you could pay me to do it. I can just imagine, like... (laughs) My stomach. Oh, well. If you get that, do you ride roller coasters? Yeah. That feeling of that first drop. Just uh-huh. imagine that for like uh five minutes of free fall. Oh my god, <laughs> it's crazy. My goodness. Hmm. The next question is from Ryan, um, and it's a two-parter. And I think he said okay. he's going to give you the easy way out, and you only have to answer one. Uh, the first okay. question is. <laughs> I can't even hardly say this on air. What is your optimal bottoming stance? <laughs> the second one is, what would you be doing if you weren't a content creator? Okay. I mean, I'll answer both. 
So I guess my optimal <clears throat> bottom stance would be on my back, like <laughs> on my back, like feet up in the air. Like we call that. it missionary. Missionary. Yeah, I don't really know. Yes. The name, now, so. now wait. There's there's mis- there's that. missionary, and then there's like pterodactyl. Have y'all? What's pterodactyl? What's pterodactyl? Can, can you show okay, us? Okay, I learned about this in college, <laughs> and I've never participated in it. For the record, God, this is my mother's going to kill me for this. So pterodactyl, you're, okay. on, you're on your back and you have your feet up in the air, but you're also doing like this and making the pterodactyl noise with uh, about oh three other people in the room. <laughs> so, oh my god! That's called pterodactyl. No, <laughs> but you want to do it? Don't I'm you, a pass Leah? on that. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a pass <laughs> on that. I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm basic. I just lay there like a corpse, honey, just dry, <laughs> dead. Oh, good. straight up! I can. Oh my Blank god! Away. These questions. Oh, and I have what I what would I be doing right now if I wasn't a uh, oh, content creator? Oh yeah, yeah, creator. yeah. Answer that. So, I would probably have. I'm pretty sure. Honestly, if I didn't come out in high school, I like to think I would have went to college right after. Even though. Yeah, well, I would have went to college right after and then probably tried to play soccer in college. And then I would be graduating like right now. I don't really know what major I would have done or anything, but yeah, that's that's it, I guess. That's amazing. So you went like the Noah Beck, you know, he wanted to play soccer and then he became a TikTok creator and <laughs> now that's all he does. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so next question is from Grant. <laughs> Hey, Curtis. Hey, Chris. Hope you guys are both doing well and that you're still enjoying the honeymoon phase of your online relationship. Chris, my hot seat question for you is what is your favorite compliment to get from someone that you're into and or what compliment turns you on the most? Well, let me just let me go with what turns me on first. Okay. Yeah. No, no particular order. Um, actually, I don't even know what I would really say for that. I guess I wouldn't <laughs> say a compliment, but... Mm-hmm. I like, well, it's kind of a compliment, like with someone's mouth when they're kissing me. I, well, I like making out, I guess. That mm-hmm. like turns me on. Okay. Um, and then, so just for my favorite compliment, I, don't, I haven't really ever thought of it. I guess just that I'm handsome. I don't know. Oh, I mean, that's a that compliment. A compliment. What, what are you guys' favorite compliments? <clears throat> um, so I'm going to start off. I like, first of all, I like to be told, I like to be told I'm pretty and I'm gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I have sexy lips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and sexy features, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the compliments that turn me on the most is uh, when, um, I don't know. I guess just when when guys just go crazy and be like, "You are so sexy," I'm like, "Boy, you drunk." <laughs> okay, okay. How did you pick me as your drag husband? Because I'm always like, "Leah, put yourself together." <laughs> well, uh, once again, I was drunk when I picked Curtis. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's always uh, like I really like when people compliment like my eyes or my smile. Um, Mm-hmm. Or like if I've done like if I've done something and people are like, wow, that was really great. Like I like that like achievement compliment. So mm-hmm. 
Okay. Those are my things. <laughs> what turns you on, though? Yeah, is that are those your turn on questions? Oh, yeah. Okay. What turns me on? Oh, uh, and what? Com- I said making com- out for that. But it says what compliments turn you on. Mm. It didn't say what turns um. you on. See, Curtis trying to take notes for pride with. See, <laughs> compliments like, yeah, it says what and what compliments turn you on the most. Yeah. So this is what people say about you that you that makes you blush. Or, I guess you know. Smile. I can't really think of one. Like, there's not that many compliments. Mm-hmm. I guess just like saying. I guess just like saying I'm a good boy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Oh. Dang, we're gonna get along. <laughs> uh, I I feel like there's gonna be a chain and collar involved in this. Oh, <laughs> Maybe God. a dog mask. <laughs> well, there we go. Chris's mom just canceled his flight. <laughs> oh God. Uh, All right. So this is actually. A question I really do like, because I think it allows you your first opportunity to really talk about the show and kind of give your own opinions on it. Uh, Liam said, do you think Mm -hmm. that there were some challenges uh, in which the person with the best performance didn't win the votes? And if so, who should have won which challenge? And now I will go ahead and say, to give you a, a little out, that I definitely think there were weeks in which other people should have won. And I, I even said that yeah. multiple times. Um, so I'll hit, let you answer. I could agree with that for sure. I feel like it like slightly skewed it every week because you put it on your story and you just have a way bigger following. Yeah. So a lot more people would vote for you and then you would just win every like every week pretty much. I did take that into consideration a little like when I was deciding the winner but like yeah i don't don't know who i would pick to choose i mean who i would pick to win each contest individually i kind of i mean so like let's let's go through the challenges i look at them all i think that's okay yeah so just tell me so in terms of like whenever you first got the i mean you got multiple applications that that did not get picked um so which of like Mm -hmm. the applications like pick two out of each one that you really really liked um each week maybe okay so for the applications i would say my top two were you and honestly dominic yeah he did have a really good application video i really liked in grant's uh the little the ploy that he did with his shirt in the application video. I thought that was killer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I initially was like, there's... Grant would be like... Yeah. I was like, there's my biggest competition right there as soon as he did that, because that was perfect mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. Oh, no, that <laughs> was actually so funny. What, like, I loved when he did that. He's like, I would never use, like, underhanded <laughs> tactics like that. And then, like, the next clip, he's just Boom. shirtless. That was so funny. That was good. Uh, let's go with fashion. Fashion challenge... I sort of forget like what everyone did already. Maybe I would give that to Liam because they definitely looked really good with theirs. And that, well, actually, this is some tea about Liam's. I had to edit part of his because he just sent me the video and then he just sent me a bunch of pictures and I put like the pictures with it. I mean, it wasn't that hard, but still, I had to do that. And then I'm like fast forwarding through the video right now just so I can double check. 
I think Honestly? I think my favorite was uh, Eric's uh, "Murder My Husband" look. I think that was my favorite that week. <clears throat> that was a good look, but I would say, I would say honestly, you, Liam, and Grant for that week. Yeah. So then we had Talent Week. Oh dear God, that one was awful. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. I had higher hopes for Talent Week a little. I think. Oh my God, that's the one that everyone roasted you on. Oh isn't my God, it? I got killed. I got slaughtered on <laughs> that you, one. No, that was so funny. After you're like, I didn't realize it was singing and dancing <laughs> week. I was like, I was like, <laughs> low key. True. Once I saw all the other ones, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> what did yeah. you? Okay, so I meant, what did you do? So for talent, I like Curtis? just. I thought it was like I was just like named a few things I'm talented at. Like I'm really good at like shooting a gun, oh my and like God. stuff like that. And then like I did like what everybody told me to do. All my friends suck by the way for telling me to do this but like you didn't ask me yeah i don't think i did because you were always so busy oh. but it was like i did this like little thing where like i told my little backstory and did some like inspirational like i'm good at inspiring people because that's what i do for the kind of a living um but yeah everybody else did awesome things like sing and dance and uh all kinds of stuff <laughs> my favorite for this honestly i liked ryan's video i thought it was pretty funny if it was just filmed the right way, it would have been a lot better. Everyone really liked Squiddy Bitty. Mm -hmm. I wasn't like a huge fan. I guess it was okay. Yeah. But, and then maybe Grant, yeah. actually. See, I, I liked... That's what I would say. I definitely liked Liam's drag number. I think they did oh, yeah. pretty good with that. I liked that, but that was also sort of the same thing as... Yeah, the week prior, I believe. The fashion challenge. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was similar. Yeah. But he was actually doing the whole lip sync performance, too. So, yeah. I mean, they. I think, like, the other thing that. about talent for me was, like, with Eric's, like, he made the music. He did all that. Like, I never made my own yeah. music. Like, I always inserted something else. True. So, like, I think that took a lot of talent to put all that together in a week. Um, so, I thought there were a lot of good videos that week, except for mine. I thought mine was awful. Uh, so comedy. <laughs> I mean, Curtis, don't you play the piano? I do. Like, there's a lot of things I could have done. <sighs> I swear I'm talented, but like, I didn't think that it was going to be like that. So, I'm, well, you should have asked your drag. I, mis wife. I misread the uh, the goal. <laughs> you did not understand exactly. that silence. <laughs> <laughs> For comedy, I thought your video was hilarious. So I would honestly say you and Liam for that week, probably. Oh. I loved Ryan's too. I thought he like was so much funnier with like the killing of the. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. That was pretty good too. Yeah. Then, but let's talk about this. So Calvin, during comedy week, started roasting the hell out of me and i don't feel like i ever got a good score from him <laughs> like me and him are still in a beef right now for the record you can tell him i said so <laughs> i have had it with calvin no i'm joking i'm sure he's cool in person <laughs> <laughs> see this is my show yeah. I get to roast calvin now <laughs> so. he was he was definitely rooting for um eric <laughs> But, See, but I think that's because he's gay and Eric's really attractive. So I'm joking, Calvin. 
or shade, honey, the shade of it all. The first comment Jeez. on this one's going to be Calvin. Like, I hate y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Poetry week. Ooh, I loved your poetry week. Grant, he fell short. I mm. had higher expectations for him. And then Eric's was really yeah. good. Um, Liam's was good. But I didn't. I mean, it was, yeah, it was good. And also Dominic. Everyone was yeah. pretty good that week, honestly. I thought so, too. I thought Poetry Week went really well. I, I think with, like, yeah. we all picked a different style. And I think that was what was so hard a lot. Because, I mean, you saw in a lot of the comments, people were really struggling that week to vote. And I think it's because mm -hmm. we, we literally all have a different style of, of writing and storytelling and poetry. So, because um, I actually, one of the first things I did after seeing it was I messaged Eric and was like, damn, that was really good. Like, Definitely write more poetry. All right. And then it came down to the finale. So what did you think of the finale? Because mm -hmm. honestly, nobody's ever heard other than like a, a one minute uh, little reel. All the stuff behind the finale. Yeah. So. so for the finale, I basically calculated it by I asked all the other contestants who they thought should win. And that basically counted as a point. And then I asked my mom, I asked Calvin, who they both thought they sh should win, and they were also split. And what ended up happening is it was basically split down the middle between you and Eric. Yeah. So then either I had to decide I, or I had to take into account the votes, which were slightly skewed because you, like... Because I have a bigger We're following. just getting... Winning it every single <laughs> week. Yeah. But... Then I also just considered like you guys's um, videos each week, whose I ended up liking just a little bit more and everything. And then, yeah, that's how I decided that you had to win. Okay, from Eric, what type of collabs do you plan to do with the winner? And do you plan on doing any collabs with some of the other contestants in the future? Ooh, that could be interesting to do collabs with some of the other contestants. I mean, that's always a possibility. I do like in-person collabs better, so that's what I'm pretty excited to fly down and me and Curtis get to do some stuff in person. Definitely going to be very clickbait titles with that, <laughs> uh, so that should be good. But for actual collab... I have a few ideas. I don't want to actually reveal it yet. I like when people just see the video, but I definitely have some ideas. Um, and we've got some over I mean, here, yeah. too, I think, that are going to be good. I think that you'll yeah. really like. Now, I will tell you this. On the collabs, I am not a TikToker. So, like, that's going to be all your brainchild if we have to do anything there. Because okay. those, those short videos, I'm not good at <laughs> I'm good at TikToks. <laughs> They're like they can be really stupid, and they just randomly can go viral. So <laughs> we'll definitely make some of those. Um, I do want to talk real briefly a little bit more about you, um, and then we will go into what we call the pot of gold question. Um, so as far as you, um, obviously you've amassed a pretty large following, um, and you've been banned multiple, multiple times on TikTok. Um, do you ever feel that your bans are appropriate? Uh, do they violate community guidelines? Um, and has that ever like 
made you want to give it up because of all of that? That honestly really annoys me. And actually, right before I came on tonight, another one of my videos randomly got striked for community guidelines like an hour or two ago. And I appealed it and it's back up now. But my thing is like, why are they even giving me that in the first place when it's clearly not? So that like that really annoys me. But honestly, at this point, I've already made two like brand new accounts and then I just keep going with them starting from nothing. So I'm fine with making new accounts, but it's also kind of annoying because I have my main account, which has my most followers, it's like 600,000, but I'm like scared to use it because I don't want it to get banned. So that's another reason why I just like making alternate accounts. I feel like sometimes my videos, maybe like four of my TikTok videos that I've made in my lifetime on there have actually violated the guidelines, maybe just for being like too thirsty or whatever. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> oh, too thirsty. Let me drink. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> that's that's I, what I would say. Yeah. That's crazy. Is there a part that I like missed from that? I don't think so. Question. I think you answered it. I mean, it's uh, okay. I, yeah. Has has it ever made you like want to quit though? Like, because I know like we've had other TikTokers on the show that get very discouraged and like they're just like, what's the point? Like, have you ever hit that point where you're just like, um. It always definitely really annoys me and like if I see I'm get I got banned like I like get like a little like feeling in my stomach and I'm like oh okay and I I'll get demotivated for maybe a little bit like a few days or something but then I'm honestly fine with just making a new account cuz it is kind of fun growing new accounts because I what I do when I'm like making a new account is I just will make like four videos and post them all at the same time and then hope that one of them goes viral. I mean, at this point, the gay TikTok community like kind of knows who I am. So my videos are like a little bit easier to get back into the algorithm. And I kind of know like which videos to make now. So I don't really have a problem with it, but I would rather not get banned at all. Right. Definitely. But. Yeah, I know what Leah's thinking right now. She's going, Curtis likes what? rule breakers. <laughs> so she's. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, the bad boys, honey. <laughs> bad boys, bad boys. Uh, Chris, you uh, so you also make music and parody videos. What genre of music do you like the most? And when will you also be making a music, par music and parody videos? So. Um, I really like hyper pop music and I'm always thinking of new parodies and I have so many good ideas, but it just comes down to me. I have to like, it takes me a while because I always like releasing parodies and music with a music video also. So it's always hard for me to find people to be in my videos. And so that is a little bit of a holdback, but that is like the real I have area like, challenge right there. I feel that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I have like three songs that are basically all done, but I just haven't released them pretty much for that reason. 
And also, sometimes I finish a song and then I want to change like a small thing about it. So I just oh, I I love parodies. Like in the dressing room, keep at end work, up pushing I'm it back. Always singing parodies. I should write them down when I sing them, <laughs> but I don't. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you if you're familiar with like uh, Destiny Child that the lose my breath made me lose my breath. Can you keep up? You were familiar with that song, Chris? Not really. Okay. I don't think so, actually. <laughs> Uh, okay well i mean i wouldn't even i'm not gonna give my parody so <laughs> guess someone just came downstairs actually Uh-oh. unexpectedly so. oh it's my new favorite here she is oh, where's the camera uh, you're right there, there. we oh, see yeah. you how are you hi um hi she can't hear you but do you guys want to talk to her real yeah, quick let or... her hop on all right here Hi, Mama Stan. Thanks. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? doing? Good. Leah, this is Chris's mom. <laughs> Hi, Chris's over, mom. Like, Hi, Leah. And this is the mic. Oh, now listen, Curtis. Uh-oh. I know Chris probably told you I was going to come and see you he did. during Pride. Yeah, um, but I couldn't justify the cost. It was going to be too much um, for me to impose on him. So, um, so I'm not coming. Plus I didn't want him to feel like he has to babysit me or anything. <laughs> I tried to get my sister to come, but she was not able to. Then I tried to get my aunt to come, um, who is gay. And I thought she, she would have, she would oh, have yeah. loved it, but she's going to be in Arizona for the month. So, um, I'm sorry for that. I do hope maybe Chris will invite you up to New England because New England's a great time to visit in the summer or the fall. And, um, maybe we can, we can, I do need way. to go up that way. Hey, you know what? Yeah. We have a question for you. <laughs> okay. So we asked. I might have an answer. We asked Chris a while ago <laughs> um, if you had ever seen any of his videos that you thought went way too far. And if yeah, I tell him that all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like Chris. Why do we always have to talk about tops and bottoms? Okay, I don't think I. But it seems like those are the ones that get a lot of responses and views from mm-hmm. his fans. So, mm-hmm. um, but still, I think people like other content, other information that he um, can put out there, the stories, mm-hmm. right? Story time, mm-hmm. interviews. Mm-hmm. I told him I am happy to talk and interview anytime. Um, but he's not here a lot of the time. He goes off and does his own things. And, you know, I'm his mom. Right. He doesn't want to talk to his mom all the time. I try to give him his space and I try not to pry and I let him do his thing. But um, I said, you know, you can still grow your audience and like get get the parents, right? Mm-hmm. The, the supporting parents and even the non-supporting parents. Maybe that's how mm-hmm. you bring them on um, just to be more uh, accepting and involving mm-hmm. of, of, yeah. their, of their kids. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And those are the those are the videos that I don't. I don't like my mom I won't would be the same it, way. So like I, I, she would beat me. Yeah, if I, I did. just like watch it and I roll my eyes and I go, all right. Um, because those are the ones I can't brag about him to people because you know what I mean? It's like, Hey, go watch my kids videos. He's got 65,000 followers. And it's, you know, it wouldn't be appropriate and coworkers, whatever. So I just, like, all right, Chris, you know, didn't like that one, but yep. maybe you'll think of something else to come up with. Now, did he get like your poetry, the, Gene? Uh, the contest. Did he get your poetry, Gene? He got that from me, I think. I think he got the writing, the writing, and the creativity and the sensitivity 
Um, yeah, he got that from me, <laughs> I would mm -hmm. say. I'm going to take the credit for that one. <laughs> well, we are so sad that you're not coming with us because uh, we were all excited. I have. Uh... I am too. I was really, I was really looking forward to it, but um, it just, I just couldn't line up my ducks. Yeah, our so. coordinating producer, um, I told this... her you were coming because she's uh, around like your age and like she loves Pride and everything, yeah, and she was all yeah. excited. And she's just, like, I'll have yeah. somebody to hang out with. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because Chris was going to pay the cost for me, and I just thought, I mean, even for him to to come the the airfare and everything, so I said, you know what, you go and you have fun, and um, I'll meet him another time. Well, I'm glad you got so, on, and uh, to make sure I wasn't like an axe murderer, you know, something like that, because I know that's that's probably why yeah. you wanted to come, you know, make sure he's okay. So. <laughs> no, I know, I knew you were, I I knew you were. You have a special place in my heart, Curtis. Um, I'm, I really, I'm sure someday we'll meet each other and hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. Well, thank you. I look forward so, to it. So sweet. Yeah. All right. I'll give it back to Chris. Nice Thanks meeting you. Thanks for having me. Your mom is so sweet. I love that pop in. <laughs> it was like the perfect yeah. pop in. We won't tell you what she said about you. But... <laughs> mm. All right. I'm going to have to watch now. The I forget where we were before she popped in, but there are uh, some fan submitted questions. There's like a few of these. Then I do want to hit our pot of gold question um, and wrap this up. Um, this one was submitted by uh, his, I'll, I'll put up their TikTok names or their Instagram names whenever uh, we do this. Um, but this one says, as of now, do you foresee my gay online boyfriend becoming a yearly tradition? Ooh, that could be interesting. I feel like I was kind of expecting my subscribers to be a little more interested in it than they actually ended up being. Yeah, I noticed that. But, <laughs> yeah. But I could maybe see it. I kind of want to do something really similar to My Gear Online Boyfriend because everyone thought they were actually that you guys were actually going to be my boyfriends <laughs> when... You were just being my online boyfriend. Right. I mean, there's a big difference, but so I would love to do something similar yearly. That would actually be really fun. Yeah, cool. I could see that. Yeah. Um, so and so someone asks, have you ever had a famous person slide into your DMs? <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Well, I forget if I kind of slid into theirs, but I had like a thing for a little bit with a sort of famous person. Oh, you got to give us the name. Okay. I can't reveal. I can't reveal. Can, okay, it. so it's still ongoing. No, it's not ongoing. So what he's saying is he's already cheating on me, Leah. How you feel about this? <laughs> mm -hmm. Sliding into DMs. Well, it is. I'm the online one. Yeah. He's not supposed to do that. He can call him. Actually, maybe. <laughs> I'll just I'll just spill the tea on it, because one time I made a YouTube video like sort of alluding to it. They're not super famous anymore, and actually they sort of I don't really know if they're actually gay anymore. But this happened a few summers ago. I don't know if you guys will know them, but some listeners will. Um, their name was actually Lohanthony. Mm -hmm. You guys don't know them. I do not, but mm -hmm. we're Googling this after because I got to tell him to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't talked in a long time, but yeah. Uh, well, I, I feel you. Yeah, 
Leah knows who the one that slid into mine was. Do you remember that, Leah? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Who I was do. it? Who was it? You, you actually uh, know too, don't you? I, t- I think I told you all. Mr. Uh, yeah, I think I told you all in a group chat or something. Yeah, he probably slides into everybody. I know, right? Team, I'm probably not the but, only one. Anybody yeah. that looks kind of like me with oh, a beard. Oh, wait. Maybe yeah. he did, actually. Yeah. Yes. Todd mm-hmm. Hall. <gasps> that was a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do remember that. All right. Uh, let's go into uh, someone submitted. They said, was there ever any real drama behind the scenes between the contestants? What's the tea? Ooh. I don't think there really was. I don't know what was the deal with Alex. Like, yeah. I didn't really like him. He ghosted real <laughs> quick. There's the ghoster right there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone so. submitted, do you ever see yourself actually going on a date with any of the contestants? If so, knowing what you know, which ones would you actually go on a date with? That one's rough. <laughs> Ooh. Um, that's so hard because now I already know stuff about them and everything. So, and would I actually go on a date with them? I mean, that's assuming that I'm actually even single right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which he keeps alluding to off and on. Everybody, which I pretty much am single (laughs) or am I? I don't know. Um, I only ever see okay, well, you with one other guy, was... and that's Calvin. So, I mean, if you're not, it, you're dating Calvin. So, <laughs> <gasps> okay, no, we need to cut that out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, no, let me see who I would actually answer. Don't actually cut that. I was just joking. Um, so let me think. Who could I see myself actually going on a date with? Honestly. Probably Curtis. I'm the only one um, over 30, so that's... Yeah. <laughs> I would say, honestly, probably you or Ryan. Okay. And no one saw that coming. Yeah. I know the ones but that... yeah, those th- that would probably... I always had, what? like, a feeling of which ones you actually kind of liked on the show. And clearly, I was dead mm. wrong. <laughs> so... I really liked Grant, actually, but he's, like, I liked his personality. He's not, like, really my type, though. Yeah, he's got that athletic vibe. Um, Who did you think I really liked? I definitely thought you liked Grant. I really did. I thought that was, like, your number one. Like, I was like, they are going to date after this show, for sure. Uh, (laughs) That was my feeling. Um, I also think, like, I thought you had a, like, little thing for Austin going on. Like, I thought that was kind of, like, but... That's somebody I, I was really like rooting for early on because I was like his videos like they kind of continuously get a little better and like you could tell he's learning. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing him yeah. like, later on. You know, his cake video was pretty damn good. Uh, we have this is our let's see this is our last fan submitted question. Um, some folks were incredibly vicious uh, to you and the other contestants throughout the show. Uh, how do you deal with the negativity and have you ever had comments get under your skin? True. Wait, you don't think they meant that like they were vicious towards you? I think they're saying like vicious More? towards both of us. Like, like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, honestly, if I could just tell anyone who was doing that, if you really don't like the video, just don't watch until the, <laughs> the series is over. I mean, it kind of annoys me, but honestly, they always say you don't know you made it until you got haters. So that's how you know you're actually <laughs> yeah, getting a little. That's but true, though. They honestly do. Yeah. They are kind of annoying, like, seeing that. It's just like, okay, you really took time out of your day to say this rude thing. Like, okay, I guess. It's just sort of annoying. Um, if I ever see one that really annoys me, I will... Well, if, if they comment multiple times on multiple videos, just leaving negative comments, I might just block them and say, okay, you're done. Like, I don't really care what you have to say. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there were some people being rude to like specific contestants during each submission week i would i couldn't always be in the live um preview preview video but i would see sometimes people being rude sometimes people leaving rude comments and it's just like why would you say something rude when you could just say something nice about someone else yeah. instead of like trying to say something rude against someone other people like i guess yeah my is right my grandma think. used to make me watch uh the thumper quote all the time like if you can't say anything good then don't say anything at all like that's like the motto that i live by but yeah i mean there were some pretty harsh and i think it did affect some of our contestants too i think that really got under some skin uh with a few of them mm. and yeah like, i always just was trying to be like dad or or like a parent and like going in and being like saying witty things or like just to take some steam off but you know it, it's rough and but i think you're right i think you if you have a following that large you're gonna have some haters you know so mm -hmm. that's true all <clears throat> right well let's go into our final segment um it is the pot of gold questions um leah Ooh. i will let you have some time to think of a pot of gold question that you want to ask chris if you don't have one um I've got mine ready, and Chris, I believe, has his ready. Um, so do you want to start with his mm -hmm. questions to us? That's fine. All right. Okay. My question <clears throat> is the same one for both of you guys. Um, what is one thing you would change about your past? Um, for me, um, I think it, I, I would like to change, like... I struggled uh, not accepting who I was early on. And um, with my family, I pretended to be like somebody I wasn't. Every time I went around my family, I pretended to be like, when I'm around my mom, I was pretending to be her son. And, you know, um, and I was just this flamboyant kid that, you know, knew I was flamboyant for a long time. Uh, a long time and I just when I'm around my family I just pretend to not be that person I block that person and and it just it just makes me upset so um um you know I wish I just would have just like honestly lived the way I'm living now I should have lived you know growing up yeah um I would say uh week three the talent video I would change no, <laughs> No, um, for me, I think I would have started YouTube and stuff. I would have done more content creation a lot earlier in my life because um, I really didn't start learning about it um, 
until like late twenties, early thirties. Um, and I, I love it. I love that I get to connect with people the way that I do now. Um, I get to interview people from all across the world and, and learn their stories and all that kind of stuff. Um, and lawyer can be so boring. So that's definitely, I would have mm-hmm. definitely started that a lot earlier. Uh, for Chris, uh, how do you feel? And do you think that, well, I'm, 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 I'm a re I'm trying to rephrase my question. I'm just, uh, okay. How, how, let me think about how I want to say this first. Fuck. I ran out of cocktail. <laughs> Pause. We got to refill real quick. <laughs> no. Um, um, do you, okay. So do you, I'm going to just say, fuck it. Do you believe in long distance relationships? The only time I could really see long distance working or that I think I would only be interested in is if it starts off as not long distance. And then for some reason you have to go long distance, like Mm -hmm. maybe a year into it, you have to move farther away for a number of months or even a year, maybe. But that's the only way I would really do a long distance relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Long distance is tough. I've done one and it was very, very difficult. Uh, My pot of gold question, uh, and I am ready to put you on the spot because this is payback for all them videos. Out of all the contestants, if you had to pick one for each category, uh, no repeats, who would they be? Date, marry, hook up. Ooh. That's hard. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like after doing this, honestly, I know you the best, so I'm just going to marry you. Um, now for date and hooking up. Uh, Your hook mom up. is so happy right now. Like- <laughs> <laughs> for... For date, I think I'm going to say Grant and hook up. I'm going to say Ryan. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I think that's, that is a great way to end the show. Uh, we are looking forward to hosting you for Kentucky Anna Pride. Uh, you're arriving on June 16th in time for the chill bar uh, kickoff. Uh, so Leah's going to be hosting that. Um, and then we will uh, be making some content, uh, hopefully the 16th and 17th, leading us into Pride, uh, Kentucky Anna Pride on June 18th. Uh, I know I'm excited because we get to see Tovlo. Um, I will leave you for Tovlo. Yes. No, I'm just, <laughs> I will take Tovlo for sure. Well, thank you, Chris, for being on our show. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. Yes. Thanks, thanks for having me. Can't wait to meet you and see you. You too. Thank you all so much for watching this show. This show would not be made possible without people like you all that are loyal listeners. Uh, If you are new to our show, please go follow us on YouTube and on our Instagram at Weathering Rainbows. It's pretty easy to find. Um, Go follow because that's where you get all the latest news. We post about a lot of LGBTQ news on there as well in our story feeds. Uh, So it's so important that we have people like you all to continue our growth. Uh, There are so many people to thank for this one year of amazing growth, uh, including you all, including our amazing co-host, Leah Halston, uh, and then one person truly 
needs huge thanks, and that is our amazing coordinating producer, Amy. This show would not be made possible without her help, without her diligence in getting us wonderful interviews, some amazing stories. Uh, she is truly the one that helps shape this show and makes it into what it is today. Um, I'm going to allow her to say a few words to close out this one-year anniversary. We hope to see you all at Pride. Uh, really looking forward to that. You're going to see us in the parade and everything. So come out to Kentucky Anna Pride, and we will see you there. Uh, at the very end of Amy's, we're going to close out in a little bit of a different way as we play for the first time ever Taisy's new song that she created for Rainbow Holler. I hope you all enjoy it, and we will see you soon. Happy one-year anniversary, Curtis, Leah, the Weathering Rainbows team, and our Weathering Rainbows family of followers. I'm Amy, coordinating producer for Weathering Rainbows podcast, and I love being the coordinating producer because I've been an ally since my days in elementary school and ballet classes growing up. I love meeting so many amazing people and being able to bring you their stories, advice, and resources to those who may need a virtual hug and support that you may not have in your little part of the world. I want our Weathering Rainbows family of followers to know that you can message our team with questions, concerns, or possible interview ideas. We do all the crazy antics for y'all's entertainment, but the interviews are to help you to navigate life storms, which turn into beautiful rainbows. Thank y'all so much for making our first year so awesome. Y'all come back now, you hear? Take a